Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's works. And, well, this week, not the Cosmere, uh, but Alcatraz. Uh, yep. I'm Eric, and joining me is Ian. Hey, I'm your writer. And also joining me is Katie. I'm Aeonine. Hey, I am Chaos, and what we're going to be talking about today is the long-awaited final book of the Alcatraz series. What, a good 15 years later since these books started coming out? Yeah, the actual real final book. The real final book? Not the fake final book. When did the first book come out? Was it was it 2008 or 2007? 2007. Okay, so so it it has been very October 1st, 2007. So, uh I think this episode will air on October 1st. So it'll be 15 years <laughs> since Alcatraz 1 came out. Uh and so we're talking about Bastille versus the Evil Librarians. Uh more than half my life. That's yeah. crazy to yeah, think yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Uh so I could have been born Someone could have been born when the first book was coming out and they could be reading the series now. Yeah, uh, that's oof. You, you think Mistborn Era 2 is bad. Oh, is Alcatraz. Mm -hmm. We've been waiting a long time. So we are going to have spoilers for previous Alcatraz books because uh, you kind of need to talk about what happened in book five to talk about this book in any coherent way whatsoever. Uh, like you just have to. Let's start with some spoiler free reactions about this book what did you think i had fun with the book um like but when i finished i i had that weird post book like i feel weird mm. about art in general and it's like because it didn't hit me as strongly as other books by Brandon and by Jan C. I'm like, well, why is that? And ultimately what I came down to was like, this is a middle grade book. I am well outside the target age range for this book. And so while I and so while there are definitely parts of this book I really, really enjoy. It just doesn't hit like how I would like it to hit because it's a middle grade. And so like, and I don't want to like say like, oh, it's a good book for middle grade. That's not what I'm saying. It's a good book. It just, I'm not a middle grade reader. So I had fun, but I like other books by Brandon and Jan Seymour. Katie, what do you think? Okay. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the show. This will be the most Katie talking on Shardcast because you have thoughts. Entirely possible. I have so many thoughts. So this book, I love this book because it got me so excited. I love Alcatraz and this book really continued that. It made me excited and happy and amused. I was laughing or thinking about things the whole way through. It makes me want to talk about Alcatraz and think about Alcatraz and write about Alcatraz. And a lot of the specific things in the book, I'm like, what in the world is this? So it's an Alcatraz <laughs> book. It's, well, but in other Alcatraz books, it's like, what is this? It's hilarious and I love it. And in this one, it's like, what is this? 
I think I like it, but I'm also extremely confused. Oh, interesting. It's a lot of the things in the book confused me. I I either didn't understand what they were going for or what they were even like. I didn't feel that they were explained as well. Hmm. A lot of the things in there, I'm like, this has great potential, but I don't like how it was used. And a lot of the things I was like, I wish that they had done this slightly differently, even if I'm not sure how they would have done it differently. Hmm. So I have a lot of thoughts. Yeah. Okay. So we'll, we'll we'll get into spoiler thoughts very soon to discuss specifics. I also so here here's my take. So I have read this book twice now. Uh so I first read it not rereading any Alcatraz and I was like it's fine. Uh like I enjoyed it well enough. I'm like oh it's over. That's it's kind of weird because it's always been like oh it's been around mm-hmm. for so long and the ending was just like it's fine. Then I then the other day in preparation for this episode, I reread Dark Talent because I did not have time to reread all, f- all f- five of them. And then I read this book and I enjoyed this book a lot better. Uh, so I would I would recommend that just uh, yeah. at least full disclosure. I reread nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And like there's a line calling out people who didn't reread. Isn't yes. There? No, there is. There is. There is. It's yeah. like that. That cracked me up. It's like, mm, I feel called out by this. Like, mm. But I mean, that's obvious, like, it's been like six years since the last one of these. So, uh, I will say I really liked, uh, Bastille's narration. Like, that was really good. It definitely felt different from Alcatraz while also still having the same spirit of Alcatraz. Uh, and like, Mm -hmm. she, she still does the same, like, Oh, I've read the other books. I'm supposed to have a stupid chapter intro. Uh, just like being, you know, arrogant and all, all these things. And she like, has a literary license. She has a license. <laughs> it's really funny. Like the the writing jokes. Uh, I don't know how well that hits to um, middle grade readers, but I found that funny. Uh, it was great. Yeah. Uh, so Bastille was definitely a highlight. Um There was one joke uh, in particular that I felt was legit 10 out of 10 and I love and I'm so excited to talk about that. Uh, But the the rest of the book, I was like, "Eh, it's fine. Like, I I think maybe I didn't really like the new lenses, maybe. I was just like, "Eh, the the one new lens. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't quite get what they were going for on that one. Like, is it's, it's the standard Brandon kooky magic and I'm like yeah, uh, eh. but it's 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 a fine book I I enjoyed it a lot better after rereading a previous actress book to remember like what this is like you, sh- you should go reread Dark Talent because uh the footnotes are very funny in that book because <laughs> that's the one where Alcatraz learns how to use footnotes <laughs> to great effect <laughs> great effect uh really like like Jancy was brought on because Brandon couldn't quite get Bastille's voice right. Mm-hmm. They got Bastille's voice right uh, here. Like, I, I think that that is the best part of the book uh, and really was fantastic. So I think uh, Jancy did a great job there. Uh, mm-hmm. And 
yeah i i I do think i'm enjoying these books less the older i got (laughs) like it's been like i remember enjoying these books a lot in 2007 when i was 17 uh but uh it's it's been a hot bit (laughs) so they're, they're like they're fine you know yeah it's that like like what people that watch Disney movies, it's like, mm. you know, you're an adult when you agree with the parent in the Disney movie mm. rather than the child yeah. in the Disney movie. It's like, oh, yeah, no longer the target audience for this. I like have drastically different opinions. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I would reread Dark Talent uh, before reading this one, at, at least, uh, though. Mm-hmm. That book references a lot of stuff in book four, but they are very quick. I cranked through both in like a day. So, uh, so it doesn't take long. I do want to point out that yes. your background makes it look like Bastille is about to punch you. It, I think very that's very fitting. Uh, yeah, that's very no. fitting, really. Like, I, I, I think Bastille, uh, it, assuming Bastille was real and she's in the free kingdoms and she was hearing this podcast like you didn't like my book I'll punch you so like that's fine I, no, I didn't not like it I was just like it, it, it's like not Oathbringer you know right which like it is unfair yeah, it's like, right that is yeah, um, I got a literary license specifically to write this book and you guys come on here and start complaining about it how could you <laughs> yeah I liked one it well other, enough <laughs> one other because this happens very early in the book, yeah. so I'm going to count it yeah, as non-spoilers. Fine. That's fine. The whole magma versus lava thing. <laughs> which, like, because, full disclosure, like, I read this as part of the the, the gamma, which, where we were supposed to catch, like, errors, like, in the text. And I'm like, oh, like, making a note of that. I'm like, I can't believe this got through to this draft. And then I got to, like, the call out of, like, of, like, Oh, some people like, is it supposed to be lava or magma? I'm just like, well, now I feel called out again. And like also, but but hot take, though, hot take. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is it lava if it's still underground, which they were underground? That is a good point. Like, it's not like in the rocks, but uh, so like there there is air above it. So maybe you could argue it's lava, but like they are still underground. So if you're a geologist reading this. What should should it be magma or lava? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Where is David when you need him? That's true. Uh, not reading this book, evidently. Uh, but that's that's fine. Uh, I don't know if he's read the Alcatraz books. Uh, I'm. I by the way, I'm. If you're here listening to this show, thank you for listening to this because uh, yes. I expect this to get really terrible analytics. So leave a like and subscribe because uh, ain't no one watching this episode. Shardcast. Like this will be way worse than the Skyward uh, analytics. So, uh, but we've never done an Alcatraz episode ever because there hasn't been. We didn't do a Dark Tower? Or no, because that, it came out in 2016. Island. Oh, yeah. that's and right. We, and we sort of started. Yeah, there hasn't been an Alcatraz since we've done regular Shardcast. So it's not like we've avoided it. It's just there. All five books had come out and this book took a while to come out. Watch this get more views than anything else on the channel for some there's, strange there's no reason. There's no way. There's Arcane no way. YouTube magic. There's yep. no way. Zero percent. Look, they got me on the Secret Project 2 thing. The, that one got better analytics than i expected but uh this one i think will do exactly as i expect and when we get the white sand omnibus 
that's also not going to get very many views because not very many people are like, oh, white sand. Wow, incredible. <laughs> uh, so, who wants to bet which one will get more? This one or white sand? Which will oh, get more white views? sand. White sand because it's Cosmere. Yeah, yeah. But like, it won't do nearly as well as any other Cosmere thing. <laughs> like, it will be the the lowest tier Cosmere thing. Let's get on in to spoilers. Uh, and maybe we should talk about, you know, the humor. Did it, did it land for you guys? Yes. It's not like it was laughing outrageously out loud, but it's like, it was amusing. I had a Mm. fun time reading. Generally, yes. A lot of it was like, yes, this is funny. This is good. There were one or two jokes that I was like, "Mm, I don't know about this one. The rest, pretty great. I especially loved when Bastille, the the ongoing thing of, for those of you who don't know Hushlander sayings, this means such and such, and then getting it so completely wrong. Oh, that was really good. See, no, I really loved that, because I, when I was a, a younger person, I read a series of unfortunate events uh-huh. by Lemony Snicket, who had a recurring thing where, like, he would use, like, a word... A word which here means blah, 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 which usually that's not what that word means. But like in that context, it's like it. So it's like the wordplay humor mm-hmm. I found very, poli- very amusing. The, the police. Agreed. The police. <laughs> the police. The, the police. The police. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, man. Like, yeah. And that, those are jokes that only Bastille could make because Alcatraz knows what they are, right? Like he, mm-hmm. he, his comedy is more like, hey, wow, look how crazy the free kingdoms are and how ridiculous this is. Whereas Bastille's like, oh, yeah, this Hushlander thing. I'll tell you about the Hushlander thing. And it, it, that, that really worked. Mm-hmm. Their humors play off of each other very well. Yes. Yep. And it does like help make this book feel so distinct. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I talk about the GAC? I need to yes. talk about the GAC. You can talk about the GAC. Because the... Mm-hmm. So the joke that I like the most... This this is massive spoilers. Turn turn this off right now. This is, this is like... This is my favorite part of the entire book. Of And on a reread, it held up even better. Because Bastille's all talking about like... Oh, Alcatraz is setting himself up as a straw man. And like says the definition and apparently in book one which i did not remember but i had to word search it that gax are in fact a creature and they're like oh yeah there's no gax around it was like we don't we don't need straw this is in book one so i almost think that this joke with the gax is like foreshadowed like way back one because we've never seen a gack and so we finally see a gack uh and i i just love that <laughs> the cat goes up, touches Alcatraz, and Basile's like, "He's he's a straw man," <laughs> and just and the Gak's just like not impressed. It's like, no, it's a person lacking integrity, and Alcatraz is just like, "Yeah, I'm the worst," and the Gak just kills him. <laughs> I like, I I just love how well that was set up in in the book of just like mm-hmm. Alcatraz is all trying to convince you that he's awful and like that kind of saved the day mm-hmm. like 
I dig it. That was so yeah. good. And it was so good to have uh, a Gak actually on screen. Um, the art. Oh, by the way, the art is amazing. Like, I, I love the art. That adds so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. But yeah, uh, even though it's kind of another creature uh, killing the main antagonist very unceremoniously, uh, it did require our heroes to be clever to actually employ that strategy, right? So uh, I really loved that, and I felt that that really worked with Alcatraz's arc, and Bastille's like, no, I got this. And it's all seeded through the book, so I really dug that. That was my favorite part of the book because I thought that was just so clever. <laughs> yeah, it's like I I also really enjoyed that, and I was just happy to see a gag. Yeah, because like that was a recurring it was. joke through all of the books. So it's like, like gag. Yeah, yeah, and so it's like there are certain things that we needed for this to be a fulfilling final book and one of them was to finally see a gag yeah like we had to go to the world spire obviously mm-hmm. uh we didn't really get anything about the world spire other than like it's there wow cool uh but like we Connected needed to, see to everyone because somehow yeah um i'm glad the talents came back because uh in reading dark mm-hmm. talent it was kind of a bummer to not have talents in that book uh, like very minimally. So seeing talents come back in a dramatic fashion and seeing like the librarians get talents like that, that was very zany and fun, even though they didn't really know how to use them. Uh, like those are definitely things that I needed to see uh, in this book. Uh, and we we definitely got that. And and we finally got another oculator duel, which uh, I think the yes. previous one was in book one and we never saw an oculator mm-hmm. duel since. Yeah, that, that was yeah. the other big thing of like, we need to see this or we need to see this again. Yeah, was like we saw Grandpa Smedry have mm-hmm. an oculator duel like Alcatraz needed to have one. Although it's a little yeah. unfair when the Smedries are like, I'm superpowering all my lenses. So it's like, okay, but we'll we'll just we'll gloss over that. That was not Alcatraz's fault. No, no, like, it wasn't. He would have done fair if, uh, you know, a certain someone wasn't trying to destroy the world. Well, technically it was Alcatraz's fault because he let his talents go and that's what supercharges all that's the true. lenses. So technically it actually was Alcatraz's fault. That's, that's a very good point. It's true. Uh, in case you he don't just, remember, he's just the worst. Yeah, he's 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 just the worst. Because I did not remember when I read this of like what was going on, but like ah, uh, the our Incarna made the Smedries as an energy source. Okay, uh, and made and the Incarna made the talents to like siphon off that energy to destroy, uh, so well, that they, the Smedries didn't destroy everything. They created an energy source that ended up kill, starting to vaporize people. Then they created the Smedries to like siphon off that energy. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So the talents so didn't kill the, the talents. Yeah, Alcatraz broke gravity. That was uh, that was fun. Hence the 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 sharks, the flying sharks here. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was, that was pretty cool. That was another payoff that they they mentioned it in earlier books, and it came back and fulfilled the promise. Oh really? Of uh, of yeah. that specifically of breaking of him, gravity. Of him breaking gravity. Oh, because he broke it in. I think it was the. I think it was the third book. He broke it for a minute, and then he was oh. like, "What would it be like to have gravity broken across the entire world?" Oh, well, nice. You should remember this. Oh, that's that's it, nice. It was mentioned, I, yeah. 
I, I like that. You should really reread all of the books. I guess so. <laughs> I should. reading the final one. I mean, judging probably by most people listening to this or, or on the channel, probably has not read any of these. And so, like, if you want a very silly and sometimes philosophical ride, uh, you, you go read the Alcatraz books and you'll learn about the ship of Theseus, which Brandon loves talking about. I, I know. I know Alcatraz talks about that in one of these books. Not this one. It's like the perfect primer for the Cosmere, because like the ship of Theseus is so important there. Yeah, you don't have awakened, you have alivened, you know? We got yeah. another gotta have another name that's like, ah, kinda like constructy things, but it's totally not Cosmere, guys. Um If I mm-hmm. if I could actually go back a bit. Okay, to, sure. To the going back to the GAC bit, mm. I find it very interesting that that was that you guys really loved that. Yes, when mm. that was probably the joke that hit the least for really? me. Really, was the straw man thing. Mm. I specifically have beef with that one. Okay, do um, tell. I like it from. A, con- a conceptual standpoint, I like it, but I wish that it had been seeded into the book differently and foreshadowed differently and mentioned in the events of the story rather than only the narration from Bastille. In like the start of the chapters, like because like that's when the straw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is true. That is true. Because that feels like the point, the part that she's writing as she's writing the book, as opposed to something that she was thinking about as the at the time. It that's didn't feel true. like something that she was thinking about as the story was going on. It felt mm. like her looking back and calling mm. Al a straw man mm. from adulthood. Mm. So if it, it to me, it felt like, wait, where is this coming from that she's using it on the GAC? Isn't this something that her future self was thinking about? Mm. But I did love seeing the GAC in the like story. The I, I appreciated that. I liked the punning. I just felt that specifically them pulling out the straw man thing and using on him. I wish that had been just just tweaked a bit so it mm. worked better. Because mm. as it was, when I read it, I was just like, wait, I'm wait, hang on. I need to think about this. Mm. I don't know. That was that was how it came across to me. I, I definitely I liked it in my first read. In the reread, I'm like, ah, I see what Bastille's doing. And and the little the little clues is going along. But yeah, I mean, if it doesn't work for you on a first read, then like, you know, that's 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 not great, right? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I did love the straw puns though, just how long that goes. Which again, totally a cosmere thing. Pun Going battles. back to words of radiance. Pun battles? Like, no, the when they're in the chasm and they're like, help us, we're making puns. Oh, right, 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 right are a pretty iconic Brandon thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though I think I think most of this was Jancy, but yeah. still it, it fits. Yeah. Yeah. I have no doubt the outline was like made by Brandon and Jancy did the writing. And like that that's kind of well no, I guess in yeah. the Skyward ones Jancy like made the outline. Like Brandon didn't give yeah. like too much but, direction. Um going back to the discussion of puns. Yes. It's like we're talking about how like it's a very Brandon thing, but this was written by Jancy. Yeah, I believe on our interview with um, Jancy about the Skyward Flight novellas, like she talks about like she likes to blend her style with yeah. her co-writer yeah. style. So it yeah, makes yeah. sense that like that was very yeah. strongly felt in this book. Yeah. Blending her style with Brandon's in yeah. the form of puns. Yes, 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 yes. I think one thing that bothered me is just how weird slant viewers lenses are, because I'm I got to be honest, I don't know what's going on with the slant viewers lenses. I'm like, I guess I just 
this is how it works, I guess. Like, I don't really know what this is doing, really. It seems like they did different things at different points. Like when they were introduced, it felt like they they kind of helped someone like helps you see from another person's point of view, including kind of like what they thought about you and how they saw you. Yeah, maybe like. Metaphorically, kind of. Well, like originally, like I feel like it was very much just like you see what you would see from like that. Yeah. Point. Then it was like you see like what they see. Um, like including all of like what they think of you. Mm-hmm. And then it just got weird. And then it's like reflecting stuff, and I'm like, mm-hmm. sure, I guess. It did a lot of. It did a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I yeah. Because like I think the idea was that like in the Oculator's duel, like adding that choosing the other guy as like the target basically just added his lenses to what was coming out of Alcatraz. And I'm like, but like, that's what I don't think that's how it was like worked. (laughs) Cause it was like, you see what they see, not what is projected. The power projected out of their eyes also comes out of your eyes. Like, I, yeah, I gotta be honest. I'm just like, you know what? I'm just gonna be moving on because I don't really know what's yeah. going on here. And like, uh, I'll just go to the next Zany thing and I'm not gonna worry about this too much here. Which sucks because there was a great moment with those lenses at the very end when, Gra- when Alcatraz looks at Grandpa and goes, Oh, yes. Like, the way he sees me, that's not who I am. And that was a great moment. I loved that bit. Mm-hmm. Except that it. It, the the loving it was just kind of mixed with wait so this is what those lenses do it was well, yeah it was yeah it, it's also weird if you reread book five because there's a lens that's there's the shaper lenses and the shaper lenses are like oh yeah you basically see into their soul and see their like deepest desires and stuff which like i guess is different than how like grandpa is seeing other things rather than inside their soul but like it does feel very related. <laughs> uh, but, mm. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that that doesn't bother me too much because like I don't know where are, the shaper lenses went. They but, are okay. different. Yeah, they feel like kind of maybe the same category but different. Yeah, things. sure, 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 sure. Yeah, you can throw the the shame fillers lenses in there too since they let you read minds. That's true. That is true. Yeah. I maybe I should reread the end of book five a little more carefully because I'm like, why didn't he have those lenses? Did those lenses go away? I didn't think they went away, but okay, sure. Uh, I don't know. Um, I did like how they got out of the library, though, uh, and how they dealt with that. Uh, that was that was that was good. Um, yeah, Bastille had an awesome three points superhero landing. Definitely didn't land in some mud. Not that was at really all. funny. That was really funny. The illustration <laughs> really added a lot to that. It's like, oh, Alcatraz always makes himself look cooler. I'm totally, yeah, I totally did this. Don't worry. Should we talk about Bastille and Alcatraz's relationship? You mean how absolutely adorable it was? It's, it's pretty adorable. Yeah. What did you guys think? I liked it. And it's like, Jancy is known, like, She's written a lot more romance than Brandon has. 
She's a lot better at writing romance than Brandon is. Just going to lay that out there because it's true. Yeah. And it's like, I wouldn't call this a romance because they're 13 year, year olds. Yeah. But like they're mutually crushing on each other yes. and it's adorable. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Mm-hmm. And the wedding scene at the end was great. That was, that was the true. wedding scene. Really yes. Cute. It's like, it took years. What? We were kids. It's like, yeah, okay. of course yeah, it took years. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I really liked how Bastille was trying to like get Alcatraz out of his like, like extreme despair. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. There, which I, I think worked really well. Uh, mm-hmm. Like their, their dynamic was really good as always. And, and it, Bastille's absolute refusal to admit that she's crushing on Alcatraz. Yes, that was, like, that was even fun. like as adults. Bastille is like, no, that's totally, even though I'm married to him now, that's absolutely not what's had, going in I here. No it's just like, like the that. sun was just like shining. That's why like my face was mm-hmm. hot. That's the only reason. Like Bastille. So cute. Yep. Yep. To move slightly away from their adorable romance, yes. unless anyone has anything else to say specifically no, on that. I'm good. Mm-mm. To move from that to just their relationship in general. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It felt very realistic the way that Bastille acted toward him, trying to to get him up and to be himself again. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like yes, that's that's how a thirteen girl, year old girl would react to that situation. The point where she was just like poking him and throwing grass at him and stuff and putting stuff in his ears or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's Bastille. That 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 tracks. Mm-hmm. I I think I did expect her to realize a little earlier on that it wouldn't completely work and and try something else. I don't know. But I, I, I think it went fairly well. It's tricky because, like, until, like, they crash, like, after they do the continent jumping, mm-hmm. Bastille doesn't really know the depths of what really happened like she kind of does but she doesn't know all the details so like mm-hmm. that makes sense that she's like hey get up idiot you know and and those sorts of things right uh so mm-hmm. and it helps that the book is so fast-paced that we don't dwell on that for like a really mm-hmm. long time it's like we're we're mm-hmm. moving really fast here yeah and it's like just the kind of person bastille is like she's very direct like she's there to punch people to protect mm-hmm. the spedries. Yeah. Like, all right, this is a problem. Let's solve she's, it. She's she's not a therapist for the spedries. Oh no, no. No. Though uh, I did really like the part where Bastille's like, no, 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 it's my fault that this happened. I was in a coma. I, mm-hmm. I this wouldn't I, I could have protected you uh if I didn't make this reckless decision in Mokia. Mm-hmm. Uh and I I really I really enjoyed that uh of just mm-hmm. Like that felt very realistic for Bastille's character because like she if Bastille being useless, she does not like being useless. That's she hates that. So all of that was very believable and how that mm-hmm. uh worked. I think there there was there were a few moments in the book where Bastille was like, You're probably just wanting Alcatraz to snap out of it already. But he kind of he needed to be this way and he needed to not just get over it in the book mm-hmm. because that's the entire thing is even so much later on in his life he's refusing to write these yeah, books right. because he just can't it's too much for him yeah mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and so I, I, I think that needed that needed to happen. That needed to stay to fit with the other books. And I think that even despite that, he as a character managed to find some form of resolution at the end of this book, mm-hmm. and it felt it felt fairly satisfying, despite being despite necessarily not developing completely to the end of his journey. Which makes sense. He's 13. <laughs> yes, he's a, as he, well. He has a lot of growing up to do. Yeah. Personally, like, I really loved Alcatraz in this book. I've mentioned on other shardcasts and on Span Reads that, you know, sometimes I just really love a character that hates themselves, like self-loathing. I just eat it up and is like, got a lot of that in this book. And I'm like, yes. Perfect. So and part of that is like his whole thing with like blaming himself for his father's death and like the whole dynamic with his talent, which was very cool. I love that dynamic. Yeah. It's just like, yes, that I I really loved. Yeah. And the the best thing is that if he snapped out of it, uh, the GAC wouldn't have killed Biblia then and they'd probably all lose. Right. Realistically, like if he didn't have that much self-loathing, they would not have saved the day in a sense. (laughs) In some sense. That said, yeah, Alcatraz was uh, not helpful initially in this book at all, which makes sense. Uh, Listen, this kid is a 13 year old and he is so traumatized. Yeah. Yeah. I want to just give him hot coca and wrap him up in a blanket and tell him it's okay. You can sit here for a while. And Except I'm just he like, kind of can't because I have to go save the world. <laughs> I'm just over here eating up all of his trauma. I'm like, yes, valid. Yeah, no, no, I, I totally get that. Uh, and it, it was like the line of like Alcatraz started drooling. Uh, I was like, oh, yeah, that that checks out. Um, mm-hmm. So or when he just randomly fell asleep, I was like, of course. Like, of yeah. Course. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I, I did really like his the Alcatraz's afterward. Uh, it, it it like has good closure for both the characters, Bastille and Alcatraz. Uh, and yeah, so I, I, I did like that. Because it, it, it really helps emphasize that there are like two different sets of characters because there's the young Bastille and Alcatraz through all of the books. And then there's adult Alcatraz and Bastille right. through the books. That, right, like, right. Actually, they right. are at different points. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Like, it's good. Yeah. And she has the breaking town at the end. It's so cute. Uh, of course she does. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. What could go wrong? I also liked in rereading this book that, uh, I mean, Grandpa comes back because we did know Grandpa comes back because that was in Mm. Bastille's note at the end. Although I do like the shade that Bastille puts. It's like, oh, there was like some reader guide. And so people missed my letter at the end. Sounds like librarian stuff, Uh, which is that's some nice shade. Uh, But so we did know Grandpa comes back. But, you know, it it is really entertaining how uh, both Grandpa and Attica come back. It's like, ah, here's here's uh, Jancy doing doing Brandon's work. I'm sure that mm-hmm. would that would be the case, wouldn't it? Uh, Living up to the hallmarks of Brandon's that's writing. That's right. That's right. Uh, I mean, it, 
as for consequences, Attica never got out of the lens, right? Which is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it, it is just interesting that it's like, oh, hey, they're not dead and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's, I, I actually found Attica coming back. I really liked that. Yeah. Specifically because of the line about like, and like this also gets into like the resolution of Shasta a little, that they both have the talent of losing things. So it's like Attica lost his humanity. Mm. And it's it's like that that. whole like poetic, like use of the talents is something I really like. It's like, it's not just like, oh, you put something in your pocket and it like it, it, it vanishes. It's like, no, sometimes other things can happen. Right, 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 right. It's true. And in the end, uh, they, they give the Smedry Talents to everyone, and that's how they save the day, which is mm-hmm. interesting. It is interesting, because it's an inversion of what inspired the Smedry Talents. Because uh, it's because um, part of Brandon's inspiration was like those little random things that everybody has like what if like you turn them up to 11 and they become a superpower right but like here like no it's like those are just a weaker form of the smedry talents mm-hmm. the smedry talents came first it was like oh hey that's true yeah yeah it's cool yeah so many thoughts on attica oh yeah go for it are we are we ready for me to go into my so many thoughts on attica yes yes we're so ready okay we're so ready So Attica is another one of those things that I like a lot in concept and in execution, I don't really at all. I really like the idea of him being in the lens. I think that's a really interesting idea to play with. And I think there's a lot that you can do with it, but only if you actually do do things with it. There's two kind of aspects that you could take this from. There's the plot, the like plot reasons for him coming back. I hit my microphone. And then there's the character reasons for coming back. And it didn't feel to me that he adequately affected either of those in a way that I like. The plot reasons for him coming back is he comes back, he info dumps a lot, he, he info dumps a lot to the kids, and they just kind of do what he says, and he brings in a bunch of stuff at the end, and they do what he says, and it happens. No, save the day. And that to me is just so unsatisfying that they didn't get to figure that out on their own because I think they could have. I think you could have had them put those pieces together, and that they listened to him doing it. I I don't like that. The potential plot reason for him coming back did not feel like it paid off to me, and I did not. I don't think that that was. I don't think that that happened in the way I would have liked for it to happen. To, to Deus Ex Machina e in that sense, so it's like Attica's here and he's gonna solve yeah. the problem, basically. Very, very much that. It felt like it took things away from the kids. Mm. And then as okay. well, from a character perspective, I really like Attica coming back and being just like, hey Alcatraz, you're gonna get me out of here and save me because that's how we do here. Because he would, he's terrible and he would, he would expect Alcatraz to do that again after he already saved him from being a curator. I love that, that feels on point. And I really love that Alcatraz couldn't, it couldn't be done, Attica expected it and Alcatraz just, there wasn't a way for him to do that at the end of this book. Right. Mm -hmm. And he was stuck in there. I like that. I like, in general, bringing Shasta into it a little bit, just by saying, 
At the end of the book, Alcatraz doesn't have an improved relationship or doesn't have a good relationship, at least, with either of his parents. The mm-hmm. book ends with him just not having that. And that's okay, because he has other family. He has a good support system. He has family and friends. And not everyone has to reconnect with their parents or other family or whoever to have a good life and to heal eventually. And I think that's really good that they showed that and that it wasn't all just, oh, we wrap up everything perfectly because it's middle grade and he gets back together with his family and oh, it's all great. I like that. No, yeah. Atticus not a very good person. No, you he's don't horrible. have to reconnect with him. And, and Shasta isn't much better either. Like, no, like, she's she's honestly not. Like she's really bad. And like, oh, I tried to harden you. Like maybe that happened in this book or the previous book. I read it back to back. Uh, yeah. But just like harden you to like try and stop Attica and things. Like she's good. she's awful. She so. That was very believable that like mm-hmm. like it almost would have felt disingenuous for them to be a happy family after that. Like mm-hmm. the happy very family is with grandpa and the other Smedries and Bastille. Right. Like that. That's his family. And I very much liked that. I don't think Attica necessarily had to come back to achieve that. I think it could have been just with Shasta and yeah, with having true. his father die and never getting to repair that. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that could have also worked very well. So just on both sides, I think there's a lot of potential and I like a lot of what was brought in as the concept. Mm-hmm. But I don't necessarily know if I think it was pulled off exactly the way I would have wanted it to be or if it was enough to justify Attica coming back. Mm. I also might have liked kind of an explanation for why he was in the lens and like how that all worked. I guess his blood like. Why does his blood bring his consciousness with it? That's kind what of does the blood forge lend, lens do at all? It's it's a magic yeah. plot device that Biblia then needs to activate the other yeah. magical plot device of the world spire, which we also have no idea what it does or what yeah. it means. Yeah, what? <laughs> Going back to something you said, is yeah. like the only like real reason why I can see like Attica coming back is that if he just straight up died, then. Alcatraz would be left with like the big question of like, could I have repaired my relationship with Attica? Like, could he have become a good father? With him coming back, it's just a straight up like, nope, he just sucks. And like <laughs> Alcatraz can move on. Like, That's true. That is true. That's a fair point. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of fun to see that. Uh because like Attica always wanted to give the Smedry talents to everyone, right? And so mm-hmm. like having that finally be like in the climax is like kind of cool. But I definitely see what you're saying, Katie. That's like, eh, did we really need Attica coming back? But I, I I wouldn't say I minded. Like it's made with his blood. Like sure, his soul could be in there. I guess. Like yeah, okay, like yeah. fine enough. He like, was sacrificed. Yeah, on encyclopedias. Who who knows what the encyclopedias do? Yeah, yeah, that part I can hand wave fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's Alcatraz. Yeah, right. <laughs> Things don't need to make sense in the free kingdoms. Physics is a lie, but gravity isn't. Uh, until Al- Alcatraz breaks it. Yeah, I I I liked how Alcatraz didn't heal his relationship with his family, and uh, I do think it is 
for exactly what Ian said, it's nice to just have Alcatraz say, yeah, no, he sucks. He's always sucked. He, he's a he's a bad dad who like never was around and he's just just yeah. not good. Alcatraz thinks he's the worst. Attica is the worst. Uh, he's not he's, he's not great. He and honestly, his enthusiasm makes it more insufferable. But like. Mm-hmm. But you're not supposed to like him, right? In that way. But at the same time, it's like you can tell like. Attica is Alcatraz's father. So you can see there are similarities. Yeah. It's like Alcatraz in a different world, like could have ended up with Attica Ad ended up like Attica. Yeah, probably if Attica was, was actually raised. involved with him yeah. growing up. Yeah, at good, all. good. Good thing he didn't really. Uh, but no, thank you. Don't want that. <laughs> nope, nope. Uh, speaking of Shasta, it, it seemed like Shasta was basically like taking control of the librarians and immediately ending mm-hmm. the war. That's what happened, which I think is a good character ending for her. Uh, like, yeah. and, and that's what she always wanted too was to end the war. Uh, she she mm-hmm. didn't want the war to happen. And like, they're not freeing the Hushlands, which I mean, obviously that can't be the case because that's the whole premise of the book that is that mm-hmm. we live in the Hushlands so mm-hmm. that we can't yeah. just destroy that part of the world building right mm-hmm. uh but ending yeah. the war with the free kingdoms like that's cool because mm-hmm. it's like shasta and attica got together for a reason yeah so like it makes sense like like she she wants the end and the war because like and i think part of her plan is to like end like the hushlands but it's just like that just needs to happen after a very long time, very carefully after mm. a very long amount of time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Carefully, brought which to that basically point. means never. But careful, a, a very careful, controlled uh, thing like librarians would want. But mm-hmm. like having the evil cult be less evil. Uh, I mean, that's good. Uh, Shasta's not the best, <laughs> admittedly, but. Like mm-hmm. she she does have some good intentions sometimes, but I mean, mm-hmm. she she has good intentions. She just also sucks. Yes, so yes. it's like mm-hmm. those good intentions don't necessarily mean much when her motivations and like her plans aren't it, actually good. Yeah, it's a better control to leave them under than Biblioden. It may not necessarily lead to great places, but it's theoretically better. Can, can I just talk about Bibliodon for a second now that you mentioned him? Because in rereading book five, I still think that is just it's it's very obvious that Deef is uh, Bibliodon if when you reread. But did we really need to bring back the original librarian? Like, I don't know. It's it's a little weird. Uh, and like, he doesn't really do that much in this book, honestly. He very much doesn't. Yeah, he's like, he, like he. Yeah, he shows up and then he monologues for a hot. Se- there's a joke about monologuing, yeah. and then he gets eaten, and that's, and that's the it. end. And mm-hmm. we don't learn any of the like vague backstory that was set up, which that's fine. There was only like a couple mentions of him sinking a continent of followers for some reason. Yeah, he sunk a continent. Et the, uh, there, Al- he had he had a brother something like that he alcatraz used the shaper lens on uh him and you just oh, got yeah, and there was just pages blackness. which is that was mm-hmm. pretty cool uh no, that was a sick moment i wish it yeah. led to something yeah yeah and that just really didn't lead to anything i i don't mm-hmm. 
I don't know if it needed to, but in retrospect, I don't know why we brought Biblia Dunn back. You know, like, did, did yeah. he really need to come back? Like, I, it felt he didn't really like do anything. he didn't really do anything. Like, yeah, it's it definitely like raised the tension in book five uh, to like really like, oh, this is really catastrophic. Right. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe episode nine of Star Wars has just gotten me like, hey, maybe let's not bring long dead villains back. <laughs> maybe that's not the best idea. Uh, it's like that. I feel is a different situation. It is a different situation because we saw that lo- long dead villain get dealt with originally. That's it's like, it is much worse. It's like like we've already like dealt with him it's yeah like, whereas biblioden is a part of the backstory that got for brought forward and we now have to deal with it's just weird that there's Star this, Wars, I don't know. yeah it's just weird that there's the scrivener's bones like following the scrivener but the scrivener's still around like it's just i don't know it's, it's kind of a weird idea in my opinion but yeah we we did not get more of biblioden i don't know if that mattered that much like i'm not like mm, massively disappointed in this book because this book had a lot to do and there's not a lot of space in this book to do it right uh like it it goes back to that this is a middle grade book mm. it's not gonna have everything we would expect from an adult fantasy yeah like i i did like biblia den being the villain i'm like i'm not worried about the gack at all and then he's like oh crap now i'm worried about the gack and then instantly dies like that's pretty great (laughs) i appreciate that um, immensely. But speaking of uh, parents and older characters, uh, Drowlin, Bastille's mom, uh, they they had a good moment w- early in the book where <laughs> Drowlin's nice to Bastille, which is weird. And then when things get back to normal, it's like, okay, Drowlin's back to kind of being mean. Uh, but I don't know, that, that worked for me in their relationship there. Uh, that didn't work for me, actually. Oh, yeah. And I think that's because of that moment. It felt like it was setting up something in their mm. arc later on, just for, mm. for them to actually try and and set back up mm. and and be okay and kind of get along more. And especially with how in the previous books it's also been that way, but then this kind of showed the Drawin actually that Drawin actually cares about Bastille and. And and in uh in the Dark Talent too, like she once Bastille is unconscious, she obviously cares about her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. and she just doesn't want to show it. Yeah, because they're knights, and so I kind of wish that their relationship at the end could have contrasted Alcatraz's with his parents. Mm-hmm. Like he's there to show you don't have to reconnect, and they're there to show but you can it's still possible to if the people on both sides actually care and put in the effort like drawing did care if they try then you can actually have a good relationship so there would be both sides of of parents caring versus Mm. not caring for their children i think that that would have been a better end and more fitting for her arc with her mother personally yeah, because it didn't really. Well, the the thing is, this we didn't see her for most of the book, so like, there's not like yeah. that that moment yeah. near the beginning is like the only moment we have with her, right? In uh, this book, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess 
uh, to me, I'm like, oh yeah, the adults suck. It's a, it's a, it's a young adult middle grade book. Like, yeah, of course the adults suck. <laughs> like that's, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, if they're good, then they die. Like that's how this works here. Come on. Uh, but well, I see what I mean, you're saying. We, we had the other smidgeries though. We had Leavenworth. So like, yeah. you know that it's not just the adults all either suck or they die. That's true. Sorry, the direct other, parents. There are other smidgeries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just amused by Leavenworth. Would you prefer that I call it? Leavenworth, Leavenworth is yeah. the name of the prison. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. They're, that's they're my bad. That's right. That's I thought right. that you were going to get at me after me for calling him his first name. And, and I was like, would you rather that I call him grandpa? No. OK, this is <laughs> this is me pronouncing no, no, no. things wrong. No, again. just gotcha, sarcastic gotcha, pronunciation gotcha. edition, really. Uh, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. Not not a lot of this. This book is a little odd in that, like, we sort of leave the supporting cast of book five away. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, this really does need to be the Bastille and uh, Alcatraz show. Right. Like those those are the focus. Uh, we already mm-hmm. kind of have two main characters. So like it, it kind of makes sense. Like there's not a lot of room. Um, yeah. And it's like and a thought I did just have is that, you know, previous books we were always introduced to a new member of the smedry family uh-huh. which we don't get in this book mm. but we do because bastille Steals. becomes a smedry in this book which like we know because she signs yeah. it as bastille smedry in the last book um but yeah this is it's good that's good I, I like that a thing i didn't like is that i feel like there were some mysteries with the world spire and we just didn't touch on it at all it's like we're we're at the spire to stop bibliodon and and we did that cool yeah uh i don't know i don't know like it's so mystical and weird that like i don't know what i wanted but i think i wanted something i don't know yeah yeah brandon has trained us very well (laughs) yeah in that like we hear about a cool world building thing and we just want to know all about it Mm -hmm. yes which works great again in an adult fantasy where we can dig into those things for a middle grade book. No, it's just a cool, wacky part of the world. There's a, a huge spire of crystal connected to everyone in the world. And sometimes if a breeze goes across it, like a certain percentage of the population gets a chill up their back and you flick it. Sometimes people feel it like. Yeah. Like, okay. some, like, like, yeah, I felt the same way as you, Eric. But I do think that probably is something that wasn't necessarily needed i just kind of expected it as well yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. like i will say it was cool alcatraz touching the spire and breaking gravity for everyone like that 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 was pretty cool uh like that is a thing you can do with the world spire that like totally makes sense uh in its nonsensicalness uh but yeah i wish there was maybe a bit more lore that we could learn about it at at it somehow i don't know uh because i feel like we tended to learn about the title thing of the book i know that this book isn't called the world spire but i know brandon called it that for like a while and when you read book five it sounds like i gotta go to the world spire so it's like okay well we're obviously going <laughs> for, there uh so. for the entire book being about getting to the world spire we didn't talk very much about the world spire yeah it we're just, just like on the stairs location yeah 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 exactly it, it's it's the uh it's not a sky beam 
but it's a big tower that we had to, you know, do a beam to like affect everyone on the world, you know, very, very Marvel style, you know, and we're we're mostly on the steps of it and just around the world. There's like a, a top plateau thing platform. Yeah. There, there are some platforms around yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There is one bit where they're they're all on the fight up there and Bastille's like, oh no, we're breaking parts of it. How is this going to end up for all the people connected to it? And then nothing ever comes of that. That's true. Which I think is also probably just one of those like, of course there aren't consequences for that specific thing. It's middle mm. grade and that was just kind of meant as a sure. maybe raise the suspense a bit. Yeah. In in the moment I was like, wait, why didn't anything come of this? But I think mm. that is probably something that like that's not a huge problem for me. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I did really like the librarians getting the talents though, and like using that, and like that. That mm-hmm. that, that was that was a fun climactic sort of ending uh, there, right? Best- especially with the gak coming up. You know, it's like oh <laughs> crap. Best still being uniquely able to fight against people with talents <laughs> because she spent so much time with them and thinking about them. Oh, it's like I wanted to do this so much for so long, <laughs> and, and like I love like Bastille's happy place. It's like Smedry's in box, and then later like Smedry's in box. Like this is very much not my happy place. <laughs> like that was that was good. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I think I said before, but the illustrations add so much to this, and I love them so much. Hated as a so good, uh, and Thank really, you, Haley. yeah, I really should reread all of them because. I read book one through four, the Scholastic edition, and so I never got to see illustrations. Uh, and so definitely having book five and six with the illustrations and having like the narrative go with the illustrations in mm-hmm. clever and interesting ways is is very fun. It really adds a lot there. Uh, There's a lot of like little things hidden in the art, like yeah. in book four, yes. like Alcatraz. Um, Shasta is in prison reading a book. And if you look at the illustration, like the cover is Mistborn the Final Empire. Yep. <laughs> you can just barely <laughs> make it out. Like, That's really mm-hmm. funny. That's really funny. Oh man. They're they're fun books. Uh and I they think are. the ending is like, could there have been a better ending? Like it it worked pretty well wrapping a lot most of the things up, really. Yeah. Uh I don't know. Well, yeah, but I, I guess I'm not in love with it either, right? Like, it's fine. Um, I think it got very close and then didn't quite stick the landing mm. for me, in part because of a few things, mostly in the finale. Mm-hmm. Like Attica? In, yeah. And, and just, just in general, the finale. Mm. And I really liked it, and I think it was very close. And it's still, the book in general, I'm still happy about the book. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy we got it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the, we, we needed to get this book. Like many things, I think this series would be much better if Dark Talent came out uh, sooner and this book came out sooner, closer to Dark Talent. Uh, but, you know, that's not mm-hmm. the world we're in. That doesn't mean this book shouldn't exist. But, you know, it's, yep. it's, it's a bit of a bummer. Um, I do think Jancy was the right person to write it. Yes. Because she got Bastille's yes. point. Mm-hmm. Or she got Bastille, Bastille's voice on points just yeah. perfect she did get back as always fancy is awesome Jancy's great uh and she she absolutely nailed uh bastille's mm-hmm. voice and that that that's definitely a highlight of this book uh and just the narration and everything uh is really fun um and yeah. and now going forward the series is complete any new readers can just read it all yes. straight through yes 
Yes. Which is really good. Uh, because, mm-hmm. yeah. Be- being and able Brandon to... can, like, close off mm-hmm. a long hanging series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And hopefully get to another one. Come on, Rhythmatist sequel. Come uh, on, Brandon. Mm-hmm. I'll see you in 2030. Uh-huh. Which is honestly not that far away. Given the Don't production. say things like that. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it kind of isn't. Like, given how much Brandon has to do and stuff. The other big thing that happened is Bastille getting the chance to be an Oculator. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Which was good. It's like, that's, uh, that's a thing that gets brought up in book one Mm -hmm. that it's something she's always wanted and it can never happen because being inoculator you're born to be inoculator this is all just because of the supercharging right Uh, like the glasses being supercharged and so that let bastille do oculator it was the the power kind of like bursting out through everyone instead mm, of just the smedgeries yeah. because there was so much of it oh right, right, right. i exactly. think anyways yeah just need a metaphysical power source that's going to vaporize everyone yeah yeah uh also for video listeners i don't know why in this podcast in particular ian is like sometimes the most pixelated and fuzzy in the universe but you know the <laughs> discord you get you get what you get sometimes with discord <laughs> uh so there you go yeah like Having Bastille experience a bit of oculatorness uh, was was nice and a nice wrap up mm-hmm. for that. Um, and it, it makes sense with the scenario that is happening. We've seen Alcatraz able to supercharge lenses. We know Biblioden wants to the metaphysical power source to go into all of the free kingdomers that yep. of course it's going to happen with bestial all makes sense yep yep yeah no uh, that was that was uh that was good so that was a good thing to wrap up uh bestial and of course like the adult bestial having the line of like no i'm not an oculator that doesn't happen yeah, and of course, it. the loophole is like she was briefly inoculated, right. but she is no longer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah doesn't yeah. get to keep it, but she had the experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, which, yeah, that was a really nice uh, way to finish that up. I think. Final thoughts. It was implied that the bullet was still in Grandpa Smidry's yes. head, yep. with him still yep. being wounded and having the thing up there, yeah. which is very. I don't want to say graphic, but it's definitely a detail that I wouldn't have expected out of out of a middle grade book. Mm-hmm. But I, it's very interesting that it's just still in there. It's and it's, he's it's in that I, note I, at I the think end I, of book five. Yeah, I think that. I kind of assumed that it would have been like lost in the lateness ether or some ether or something. Mm. But no, it's still in there. Which okay, that's metal, literally. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And then final, final, final thought. We're all wearing glasses, and I think that's very appropriate for this. I think that's very uh, appropriate. Yeah, Yeah, that's, you you know, uh, very appropriate. Just reminds me of that first Scholastic cover of Alcatraz, where he just looks like Harry Potter. Remember that one? Mm -hmm. I I remember those covers. The two covers are much better. I still 
I still have that one. I have the Scholastic Book One, and then everything else is the tour. I I think I need to get all the new paperback tours, but I made sure before the paperback tours came out that I got all the hardcovers before I couldn't find them anymore. So then I'd have mm-hmm. them. And someone's going to come in my bookshelf. like, you really like these books? I'm like, yeah, they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I like them. It's more just I I. I don't want to be here in 20 years and be like, I wish I had that the edition of those books. So I have to have them. Uh, so. But yeah, uh, I I am glad the series is done. Uh, I think it is a good conclusion. Uh, and I did enjoy reading it. Uh, and I, I still really love the line about the gag. Like, that's that really good, in my opinion. Uh, that was very very clever um i'm looking forward to rereading all of them all the way through and getting the full experience yeah 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 anything else do we want to do what is your smedry talent oh yeah we should do that because we've never done a uh we've never done an alcatraz episode on this show and we never will again uh <laughs> realistically we, look eventually i'm sure there will be alcatraz span reads and no one's gonna watch those but yeah we'll we'll solidly do that eventually i'm sure mm-hmm. but yeah no what what are our smedry talents and you you can put your comments below about what your smedry talent is um uh, so I have been giving this some thought. Oh, good. I didn't. <laughs> and it would be like some sort of like temporal displacement thing. A la uh, cadmium burning. Oh, so we're going with uh, what Smedry talent would you want? Not what like you sort of have. No, already. this is this is what I have. This oh, is what? Let, let oh, me oh, finish. OK, OK. Which is like it's like some sort of like temporal displacement a la like where it's like you end up further in the future than you were expecting mm. which manifests as like getting lost in books or like daydreams oh, it's right. like, yes. oh wait it's like it's like two hours from the last time i paid attention to things like i i thought like maybe 15 minutes had passed i need to like eat food and dinner and it's way mm. later than <laughs> i expected yeah yep yeah that, that's my talent mm, yes Katie, what about you? For being the person who wrote this down on the outline, I also put no thought into it. <laughs> I, I, I can go if, if you if you need uh, some more time to think. Uh, yeah, that might be a good idea. Okay, my talent is that I always wake up still sleepy all the time. I, I don't think I've ever had a restful night's sleep in... Mm-hmm. Since Alcatraz books have come out, like probably a good 15 freaking years. And I should maybe go to a doctor about that. But I think a fun Smedry talent would be like, no, 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 I'm always sleepy. Like the Hulk, mm-hmm. except I'm sleepy. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, like it, like mine, like it's like would probably be phrased as like, I can lose time because like time losing yeah. is like a theme with some of the talents. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Although amusingly, even though I'm always sleepy, it takes me forever to fall asleep. That's the that's the catch. Oh yeah, I I, I know how that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't fall asleep on a whim, but uh, I am tired all the time. I think my talent might be something like nitpicking, where you notice really, like you notice the details of things, mm-hmm. so that you can go like, hey, this and this and this and this. 
and just kind of generally be yeah the talent of um actually (laughs) yes Mm -hmm. Uh, actually i like that yeah that's that's pretty good that's i feel like that's a talent that a a lot of our viewers have uh Mm -hmm. uh, in, in this fandom uh which is great sometimes great yeah but yeah uh pretty cool uh it's it's it is good to have it done uh and i'm gonna be very interested to see if there's like any discussion about this book uh, on our discord server but you know you can go to 17shard.com to talk about all your news discussion theories and fun including alcatraz uh you will have a spoiler channel in discord uh i would say historically there has not been very much alcatraz discussion but to be fair since the creation of our Discord server, there's not been an Alcatraz release, so that's not great. Uh, but you can go there. Uh, if you like our stuff, you can support us on Patreon for as little as a dollar. I can't imagine we'll be commissioning Alcatraz uh, <laughs> artwork, but the illustrations help. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Uh, Never know. Yeah. Who can say what the future brings? If if you really like Alcatraz, uh, the copper mine needs a lot of help on Alcatraz articles because there's not a lot of people who like helping with those. So go help with those. Uh, and uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Uh, and uh, yeah, hopefully by the time this comes out, uh, SoundCloud or not SoundCloud, iTunes will have fixed itself. Uh the stone shaping episode uh it, it's on our feed but itunes didn't get it and the last band reads didn't go to itunes and i put a support ticket as a recording and they're like we'll try to get back into business day yeah that didn't happen so uh hopefully that's there you can always subscribe directly our rss feed is in the description for a direct link to all the stuff you can always download all the audio files like you're in 2003 uh there you go uh download those mp3s um but you know you can do that but hopefully itunes will fix it and it'll be in the itunes feed by now uh hopefully given that it's it's gonna be like october 1st when this episode comes out so hey cool well we're not doing who's that cosmic character obviously because yeah so we will see you all next time bye goodbye